0: Welcome to the Falls Nine Podcast, Episode 4. Tonight is Monday, August 23rd. How are you doing, fellas?
1: Doing okay. Ready to rock. Got a lot of football to explore. Let's get to it. Edwin, how was your weekend?
2: Oh, man. Jam-packed with amazing football. So much to talk about for you guys. Um, After match week two, of most of Europe's top leagues, match week three for uh Ligue 1, and kickoff of Serie A. So let's get into
0: it. Yeah, let's start off with EPL first, best league in the world. And let's start off with the game of the weekend. My favorite team of all time, Arsenal, loses again, doesn't score again, loses 2-0 to Chelsea at home. Lewis, what would you think of the game?
1: Look, man. I'm not going to put all the blame on Arsenal Football Club. There's a lot of things to digest in that performance. You know, the team came out really strong. And they started off pressing. It looked like they wanted to get into the game. But, you know, slowly but surely, Chelsea just overwhelmed them. A lot to go through with Lukaku and Mount and Jorginho, um, especially Lukaku and Mount. They played really well together. Reese James, right on that on that right flank, he was running up and down. He had a lot of freedom. I think the defensive adjustments by Arsenal they they weren't they weren't good enough. A lot of the players didn't really understand what they were doing, and I just think it goes down to you know the setup by Mikel Arteta. I know Arsenal, you could say they they were missing a lot of players. They were missing both their starting center backs, their right back, uh, two midfield players. No Lacazette, no Aubameyang. Well, Aubameyang came out as a sub an hour into the game, but you know missing game time and. It just, it was, they looked up to it at first. I'll give them that, but, you know, they just couldn't, they, they had some creative, wouldn't say chances. They had some opportunities, but they couldn't make the most of it. They couldn't really, you know, they only had three shots on target. They didn't really challenge Mendy on the other side. And, you know, it was very lackluster. I think, I think Chelsea, you know, was just a better squad. Wasn't too impressed by Chelsea, but, you know, it was good to see big Lukaku get his goal in there on his on his second debut for the club and not much to really take away. They just played well and they got, they did what they were supposed to do. They got the job done. Most people expect them to win and that's what they did. Um, Edwin, what do you see in the game?
2: Uh, I mean, pretty much some of what you said, I think Arsenal, they, I think the opening stages of the match, they did start out pretty well. They were pressing high intensely going forward and, um, and it looked like they were going to give Chelsea a good run for for the money, albeit during the opening stages, even though it felt like it was going to be like a good end-to-end game. I did think Chelsea was going to – I was expecting Chelsea to go out with, with the three points. But, look, man, this Arsenal team, it's just – I have – I'm like lost for words. Like it just seems – it's not getting any better. It just gets worse and worse for them. And – yeah, I mean you mentioned some of the plays that they were missing, but dude, that that team, man, it's just it's in shambles. And the fans, you know, you you guys could point fingers all you want, Arteta out, whatever. Look, it's the problems are much deeper rooted than that. Uh Arsenal needs to change a lot if they want to get back to what they used to be. Um but no, look, Arteta they, he did get it wrong this game. The tactics were they just weren't there. And the players were not able to figure it out during the game and, and fix fix what was going on on the pitch, and that's what really hurt them. Um uh, tyranny having to to tuck in so much to, to cover up some of the lost space from from the center backs, that, that really hurt them. And and like you said, Lewis, Reese James, God, just having a field day out there on that right side. It was just a great game from him, but Arsenal, man, how do you how do you jump back from this, especially with City? Being your next opponent in the in the Premier League as well, so Santi. Yeah, no,
0: I um, uh, what's it called? I I didn't even think it was a great performance by Chelsea either. I think they put okay. Um, I think that they were just trying to find that chemistry, especially now that they have like a legit uh, center forward that's not really going to shift that wide as much, but more stay in the middle. And man, they were trying to look for him, but I feel like they 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 lacked a little more, especially in the second half. And like I said, that chemistry is missing a little bit. They're just gonna get there. They're gonna look scary. Um, they're gonna be lethal, especially if they ever play teams like maybe like a like a city team that that possess the ball. I would I would love to see that counter with Lukaku with Mount with Havertz or or Turner, whoever it is. Because man, that's they're gonna be a fun team to watch, and they're getting they're very solid at the back, but. Let's also focus about Arsenal, man. I, I don't know if you see the team sheet. I know they're missing players, but I do not fear them at all.
2: I don't think any team does at this point. That's how no, bad that's, it is. At I, that's
0: the, yeah, I think it's like, like let anyone sees Arsenal on the schedule, like, oh, we, we could get, a, we could get a point like that. That, that never used to happen. It's, they're a big six club.
2: Not anymore. And they're
0: embarrassing. They're embarrassing. I mean, listen. I don't live in London. Apparently, everyone that says, like, listen, as much as, much as you, the success is not there, the popularity is still going to be there. So that's something at the end of the day. That's what determines who Big Six Club is. Uh, but, hey, man, Arsenal suck. And, like, I, I love – and I'm here for every single minute of it. That's all I'm saying.
2: And Lewis, Lewis has opposing views as – from mine as to what Arsenal's problem is. So, Lewis, why don't why don't you tell – the viewer, the listeners, what is it that Arsenal need to turn this stuff around? How do you see them Uh, turning this around to them finishing in fifth place this season?
0: Arteta out, bro.
1: Arteta out, and there's a lot of dead weight to be shed. And after that, I think they could really start the process of rebuilding. It might not happen this year. If they get Arteta out by the end of the season, bring in a new manager, back that manager over the next summer, you know, recover a a couple of uh, COVID losses, I, you know, to make a splash next summer, they could they could do some things. Yeah, but man. I think it's I think it starts with Mikel Arteta. I think he's in way over his head. Um, a That's lot of his foolish,
0: man, Pulis. A lot of his
1: a lot of his tactics just just aren't working out. I I do see what he was trying to do yesterday with Tyranny coming in to help Pablo Mari and Rob Holding. I think it just was up to Xhaka to come back and fill that hole in that left side to cover for them. But I just think that was never happening. I don't know okay. what.
0: That's a that tactic, made no, bro. That, that's that a made tack- no sense. He should he should have gotten Shaka to help with with Mari and Tierney stay at one. Yeah, I don't and think that was tactic.
2: a. Ta- I don't think that was the tactical move. I don't think that's what Arteta was going for. I think Chelsea was just so dominant over them and, and just causing so much problems on the field.
1: Yo, that I don't think he was that serious. Well, no. let the, the two the two wick, the two the two goals came from what the right popping side. the ball popping the ball over to Reese James. No, Reece James no, 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 no. finds Lukaku, and Reece James gets his goal. No, yes. no, You're no,
0: missing
2: I, a key part of that. Lukaku was no, involved before.
0: No, but I think, I think the, the 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 also the issue is also the way Mount and Havertz were moving, that they would bring out, um, they they would get Shaka would, bring would follow out, one yeah. of them. Shaka would follow one of them, and that's what Tierney would tuck in to help Mari. But in reality, Shaka should have either talked to Lukanga, have they 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 need to work out. They need to talk more. Who's who's getting who, and then have Shaka help with Lukaku or vice versa, whoever it was, and then have this, the 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 Tierney in this in this scenario take care of freaking Reese James. He's wide open every single time. It was surprising. It was only two nothing. It should have been more.
2: Yeah, Holding uh, also was getting dragged out of position as well. Um, trying to look out for for Havertz. Um, and. What what was uh was the who was the other center back what that was his name is? Pablo Lamar. Pa- pa-
0: he got pa- sent back to the favela. Don't worry.
2: Yeah, he was he it seemed like he was just focusing on Lukaku the entire for the entirety of the first half. It was just man marking him no matter where he went. It was it looked like uh he was following Lukaku around and getting bullied, obviously, but look
1: he was just out class. He's not Pablo Mar Al- and Rob Holding are not Yeah, they're guys not. are not guys who should be at a club like Arsenal. That a club
2: like Arsenal is not as big as they used to be, and that's what people. No, need no, to no, come no. To listen, listen,
1: listen, 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 listen. Arsenal is a big club, not anymore, bro. Stop. They're still, they're still. Ar- stop, big. stop, stop. Arsenal is a big club. Rob Holding and Pablo Mari just shouldn't be at this club. None
2: of the, I don't think a lot of those players should be at that club, with the level that Arsenal are at right now.
1: You think they're better than Arsenal?
2: No, 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 no. I'm saying they're not good enough for
1: Arsenal. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Pablo well, Mar and Rob Holding shouldn't be there. This doesn't come up to Arsenal's most recent last three years. I'm talking about Arsenal as a club as a whole, their history in the Premier League. Pablo Mar and Rob Holding shouldn't be at this club. That's all I'm trying to say. I understand. You know, you're going to be like, oh, Leicester overtook them. That's only in the last five years.
0: We're talking that, about. That, that's on that's on Edu's fault too, though. Let's not forget. We got to put fingers on him. Yeah, he look, makes it, he makes some decisions with uh, scouting and. What what uh what players that are brought in? As much as Arteta wants someone, is gonna make he's makes fun of the
2: Yeah, that's true. And it's Lewis, You say it starts with Arteta, but and this this is where Lewis and I disagree on. I think I think the problems are way deeper rooted than that. It, I think it goes down to how the club is being run. Um, the technical. How director, is the club
1: being run, bro? The
2: technical director, the recruiting. I don't think any manager that you could possibly bring in right now. If you were to sack Arteta tomorrow.
0: Big Sam, bro. Big Sam.
2: And bring no manager is going to save this club right now. This save it from what, though? From where they're, they've they been on a steady decline since the 15-16 season when they came in second place to Leicester. It has been going downhill, and the club has been in terrible shambles since then. This club needs a complete cleanse They need to offload a lot of those players and just start brand new. And it's going to take a while. But look, Arsenal fans, you guys need to get used to the fact. You have to come to terms with the fact that Arsenal players don't take this club seriously. A lot of the players don't want to be there. And they don't take it seriously because Arsenal themselves aren't taking Arsenal seriously. And that goes down to the owners, the technical director, the hold boarding on, hold staff. On,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, Kroenke has not been the greatest owner. We all know that. But to be fair, at least this transfer window, he has backed Arteta. They have spent the most money. Yeah, on who though? That's that's on that's on the owner, dog. He's putting the money. He's writing the checks. It's, right. it's it's Edu and it's Arteta that are bringing these players. They won the youth. They brought in Ben White. They brought in La Latong- Conga. They brought in Tavares. Um, they brought in Odegar. Who else? They brought one more person. I they could play Rams there. Oh, Rams though. But at the same time, it's like.
2: So, so, yeah, you're just adding on to my point. It's, it's just that's running of the club. It's not being run properly. <laughs> you're bringing in players. You're spending the most money this past, this transfer window out of, out of any the the other, players, other teams in the players. Premier League. And they're, they're bringing in players that aren't even good enough to make the starting lineup. They brought in players to sit on the bench. What type sat on the bench? Out of the players that they brought. What players that they brought are going to start?
1: Ben White. Ben White is going to start.
2: Apart from Ben White.
0: Why do Rams, I have to take though. out Ben White? Rams, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rams still is better than Bern Leno. Uh,
2: debatable. Bodegaard
0: starts. Oh, no, no, no. He won't
2: start. Apart from Odegaard, most of the players that they brought on, they do not. Bro,
1: what? Why are you taking out half the players that I just named? What do you mean? They brought on no, no, six no. players. I named three players that are going to start, and now they don't count. R- no, Ramsdale is not going to start.
0: He is. He's going to eventually start. Trust
2: me. Odegaard, I that was their that was their top priority. Signing he's, Odegaard he's gonna on the perm- he's going to start. Yeah, yeah, he's going
1: to start. But I'm and, saying, that- and so will Ben White. So that's three of the six players they brought in. Okay, and then gonna the,
2: start. The, all right. So the other three. The, what what is the point of bringing in three players that are just gonna ride your bench?
0: Squad depth? It's squad death.
2: I just I just don't see. I don't think those players. I don't no, think the but players... the
0: problem. But the problem is like say, but like, like he's. I see what the point is trying to make. I I oh, think me? like yeah, and I see I see what you're trying to make. You're like they're not. They're, they're not, not gonna change way. the team. They need squad that. Def- what well, they need squad depth because the first team is already shit that's what he tries to mean yeah the first that's, team that's, is trying it, to get I'm to. yeah the,
2: those like, players like are squad change.
0: Dead, like like you like city as a team that gets squad death because they need it because the first team is not going to get moving you they can't play every single game chelsea liverpool united like it's those are the kind of teams that need squad death. a team like arsenal that need to get to europe i guess they get they need squad death, but at the same time they need to they just need good enough players to compete against the best teams. I like, understand, it, but look. It, it, it's it's crazy. Uh, I listened to another podcast earlier. They made a great point. It's crazy that Arsenal cannot be the West Ham of last year. West Ham last year did not beat anything of the top four teams. They lost every single game. I mean, they might have drilled once or twice, but they lost almost every other game. And they finished fifth or sixth. No, six. uh, I'm sixth. I'm sorry. They finished sixth. Or so. I mean, Europa. No, no, it was six. Like, why can't Arsenal do that? The man, the myth, the legend, Arteta. And it's just like, there's just so many problems with that club. It's just like, I don't even know. No, no don't think, I don't think anything could save
2: it. Yeah, I don't think a new manager, I, I start, it needs to start with a, with a deep cleanse, in my opinion. But- I think
1: they're cleansing the team already. Ah. They're trying to. They they it's not, they brought, they bought, know, it's they not bought, working. They bought five players this window. Bought five. Three of them are automatic starters on this team.
0: Odegaard's not an automatic starter. Who? And Ramsall, I think he's gonna start, but he's not an automatic starter.
1: Well they're gonna we see an them an automatic starter. Odegaard's starting, starting. Odegaard that,
0: over Smith. Ben White was the only automatic uh. he's starting right away.
1: Now I do think they should have tried to keep a little harder to keep Joe Willick in my opinion. And why are they yep. letting him go? Yep, I don't know. Yep, they sort of They should. Sure, sure have kept Joe Willick. Yep. Um, they should use I, the
0: Odegaard money. Odegaard money could have been used for a striker. It makes no sense.
1: I think that um, who's the other center? The young center back they bought. Sal, Saliba.
0: Uh, oh, they let they can let go.
1: They keep they no. He keeps going on
0: loan. No, he's on loan.
1: Say. He's on loan at Marseille. No way. Yeah.
0: I was stuck. So he is was, he was so-
1: and i think they just need to offload some some dead weight guys like willian and stuff like that and they need yeah they need to offload a lot of those players dude and at the same time look you know we say we say they're bringing in bad players guys that aren't good enough i understand you got to think about what can they really recruit for a team that's not playing europa league or ucl you got to give them that pass too it's hard to recruit people when you're not playing in europe you got to yes, give them that pass but this is the thing Louis. you're not seeing No, we understand the... we understand they're out of Europe for a reason. I understand. No, but what I'm, I'm saying, saying they because of finished, what they bro. what they're they finished. fall
0: into
2: they're not attracting any no one wants to go there. No one that's wants to there. That's what I just be... said. <laughs> I'm saying and that's a huge issue. It's it is because, big. Make, it's because hey, of the on, big plan that they've I'm,
0: been on. I'm going to make I'm going to make a weird um, analogy but I think it's kind of, going back to the the point that I made earlier. West Ham do they ever buy squad debt, or do they ever? Or do they, oh, they when they buy players, they actually buy players that are going to start for them. They just bought cool. Ben Rama. That's from the championship. They weren't a they weren't a Europa League team. They got Ben Rama, the best player from the championship last year. Was he the best player from the championship? Uh, before he left Brentford, yeah, he was
1: the best player in the championship.
0: Yes, was yes. he even the
1: top scorer in the championship?
0: Uh, I haven't Tony, but because he plays freaking, they're playing the same team, dude. So my point is, they try to get Wendia. They got they they lost they lost him to Aston Villa,
1: a club on the rise.
0: So what we're trying to point out, you have you're, you're you're making the point of they need squad death, yes. Or sorry, you made the point of like who else are they going to get? But our point is, it's not that who else are they going to get? They just can't get anyone because they're finished. They're done. Yeah, I guess yeah, them. yep. Like, and no also, pool.
1: with Buendia, they just didn't want to pay
0: the money for him. For whatever reason. And then that, my point of Edu right there makes zero sense. And that's, zero how the, sense. that's
2: how the club is being run, Lewis. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not being run properly.
1: No, you're making it seem like someone needs to buy Arsenal from Stan Kroenke and fire everybody. No, no. That's no, what no. you make it sound like. No, no, no. I said, I said. I said. The
2: club is being run.
0: And I, it goes I down. I say the technical director and then the. It goes the, down the to
1: every single I say, branch of that. I say Edu Arteta need to go, and that's it.
2: Okay, well, what's wh- why do the fans hate the owners then? Why do the fans hate the Kronkos then?
1: Because he wasn't backing Wenger, and he wasn't backing Emery before.
2: That's not the reason.
1: Then why do they hate Stan Kroenke?
2: He so, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead no, no, no. No, nah, Edwin, you're, you're... tell me, why.
1: why do the Arsenal fans hate Kroenke? Because they don't care about the club. Because he wasn't – because they're not getting any backing financially.
2: Exactly. So uh, – That's what the, they really want. They want – finance. they need the club to be financially backed.
1: Did I not yeah. just say
2: that? Yeah. So, okay, and that goes on to Kroenke. That goes on to the Cronkies, doesn't it?
1: Yes. Bro, I just said this. I said they don't like Cronkie because he wasn't spending money with Wenger and Emery.
2: Yeah, no, and I'm saying, okay, you you said that I'm making it seem like we need the Cronkies out. Well, okay, well the fans want the Cronkies out. Why? Why they want banger out. No, they want the own, They don't like the owners. He's backing them now. He's back. No, the owners are backing Arteta because they they know that they they're so fine with Arteta with Arteta taking all the heat right now. I feel okay. like but that is the only. On the, but I think that's
0: the thing. I don't think he's taking all the heat. I think people are still saying Cronky out.
2: No, they're everyone's saying so they, they everyone's think, saying because, Ars, uh, Arteta out.
0: No, because they think that it's because like the the point it is also like like right there. You you said you brought up how they didn't want to pay the money for Wendia. What who does that actually who does who does the blame go to there? Edzu or the owner? Because of the, the, the record, it's gonna go straight to the Cronkies. You're like, oh they're being cheap. They're like, you know do you know what I'm trying to say?
1: But we don't actually like, know.
0: I'm, right. But I'm I'm more thinking Especially now, with like what, how much they spent this transfer on them, they have, they're putting some money on the team. They're doing things they've never done before, in a while, like on a long, long time. They usually would make that one move. It'd be just one, and but they did get it, that it, one
1: move the last couple of years. But now, now obviously they're looking to rebuild. That's that's the that's our toughest selling point. He's made, he has a project going on,
0: but I think he's 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 not the right
1: man. I'm either. I think he should go. I think they bring in Conte, which they bring going. in a guy like uh, they bring Grand Potter in, the guys with visions.
2: I don't I don't see Conte signing for that. I think Grand Potter would be I think he'd do all right. But what about what about right?
0: Sean, Sean Dyke?
2: Sean Dyche, Get him
0: out of here. Send and- <laughs> him. Send him to hell, bro. Big Daddy Sam.
2: What about Big Brendan Rogers? Rogers? Big Daddy Sam? Rogers. <laughs> Brendan Rogers, Rogers, Rogers ain't going that nowhere that in the house. Yeah, Rogers <laughs>
0: not taking that job. You know no didn't one wants. No
2: one job. wants the. No one wants this position, dude. And that's that's the level that Arsenal are at right now. I'm not saying Kroenke's out. I'm just saying that the way that the club is being run needs to change immensely, and as soon as possible. But for time purposes, let I we need to segue. let's segue on to, to something else. What about Santi? Manchester United. How did they fare against Southampton?
0: Well, like I predicted last week. Oh, great vibes last week. I just didn't know. I knew it was not gonna it was, it was not gonna continue. I don't know if it was a terrible draw. I'm not saying we deserve to win, but I wasn't surprised that we've lost. It was just very the same, boring. All oh, they messing with the lineup beginning was starting Martial, like why not starting Sancho? It was just kind of dumb. It was the unlucky, unlucky goal because it was a deflection. And then when we scored, it seemed like we were going to press, but we never really created, ch- like, we were, we, we were winning a lot of the set pieces, but we weren't creating big chances. Right. I don't know. It's just very lackluster. Very the, the classic. Very good one week, and then very inconsistent the next. I don't know, man. I thought it was going to be a different year, but
2: well, I mean, to be fair, we're only we're only two two games in. But what based off of that performance, you still reckon they're they're in contention for the title or no?
0: Uh, I need to see them with Varane and Sancho actually play. Right. Okay. Right now, I don't think Martial should get in this team, and I mean, he hasn't been horrible. Like Lindelof, I don't, the, the goal wasn't his fault. Nothing, neither last week. But I want to see that mcguire and partnership. Right. So, what about there's no optimism. Though? There's uh, he's been the he's been the light of the team. He he played tremendous on Sunday. He his movements, his like I said before, his confidence is wait for a teenager it is so high. It, it's like him him and Foden are like. Because Foden's got to talk a lot more because he's been on like, he has performed on the bigger stage. But I can guarantee you, if Greenwood was on the same stage as Foden, it'd be they'd be talked about as equally.
2: Mm, high praise, high praise. Yeah, no, no doubt. And Greenwood, absolute baller, especially for his age. Um, there was, uh, would you? How do you feel about the the? Should that have been a foul called on Bruno? Um, Bruno Fernandez? I said Bruno Mars.
0: <laughs> on the on the goal.
2: Yeah. No, nah,
0: that, that was shit. He's got to stop diving so much. Um, that, I mean, listen, if he called a foul, whatever. I wasn't gonna complain. Like I was gonna be like, oh, that wasn't a foul. What is he doing? But no, nah, it was just it was a it was a ch- it was a tough challenge. Bruno falls really easily, and I feel like it's uh apart from just the the, the rule changes of how like the refs are gonna uh, let more things go and more contact go, not uh, cause many fouls. That's the thing I feel like. It's, uh, the refs are picking up how much di- uh, Bruno dies so not, not a fault to me
2: right yeah, now like you said I think with the, the way that the refs are being instructed to kind of allow more physicality in the league I think I think is going to um, result in, in more goals and the league getting a lot more physical when are you yeah, going to make a
1: bid for Harry Kane uh, <laughs> you're
0: really going to bring up what Gary Neville talked to about today
2: I mean, he's kind of got Cavani's got one more year left, and you guys. Are Anthony Martial team. is not
1: it. When are you gonna go for a bid for Harry Kane, like the big club that you guys are?
0: I hope never, because we don't want a 28 year old for 150 million, worthless, useless. Well, why? And why? Bruno are gonna play, and Bruno are gonna occupy the same space because they pretty much play this. Uh, because of how Mourinho turned Kane into a more of a playmaker, they pretty much play the same position. Now.
1: Just one year, bro. I think he could go back to being a striker. Year and a year and a
0: half. Year and a half. Oh, Not even, even. almost two years. Dude. Almost two
1: years. Almost two years. He came in. He left he in, in like what February? When was the EFL Cup? Friday? Yeah. No. Oh April. no! They moved it back to April. I forgot. Usually in February, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think you need you need Kane.
0: He's not gonna win us a title. Yeah, but we contention for
1: it. Eventually. That,
0: it. So hundred and fifty million is just supposed to be just for to contention. That's not it's not worth a it. A lot
1: closer than you've been the last ten years. I don't know. You've man. lost the lead by you We're became not in being second by in. twenty points. Well with Listen, the we with we, the we we recruitment be, that United
2: could, had this, this past summer, if you add Harry Kane to that, I think they'll get a lot closer than they did last season.
0: We need a center defensive mid first. We don't need a striker. I think I don't know. pretty that's, well. that's my opinion. It, it, uh, he's 30. He's 30. Yeah, 30, 30 I, more, think, I think. He's just, 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 listen, slow. I guess against Southampton, against these teams, it's fine. Talk to me when we play City, when we play Chelsea, when we play Liverpool, even when we play Leicester. They're, they're just be too slow. Fred makes too many mistakes. I don't understand why he doesn't play with McTominay as much. Yeah, I feel like he trusts, I feel like he ends up trusting one or the other. I don't know. He had a knock, and that's why you only played like the last 20 minutes. Weird, but he's not a center defensive mate
1: either. But I think of McTominay and Fred pivot, providing cover for the center backs. No. <laughs> and then you have Pogba, Fernandez, Sancho, and Harry Kane up top. Don't you? Doesn't that sound like a dangerous team to you? No, I'd
0: rather have Greenwood.
1: Mason Greenwood. Okay. Heard yes. you first, ladies and gentlemen. Mason Greenwood over
0: Harry Kane.
2: You heard yeah. it here first, guys. Santi does not want Harry Kane on on this match. Harry Kane is a stab spot. batter.
0: A little overrated. Not the best striker in the world. Yeah, well, he's not, it not you, the best striker man. in the Premier League right now anymore. Uh, hot just, just a hot take, but okay, it, it is fair and Torres.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, no, that's a great segue point. Uh, Manchester City getting a very convincing win against Norwich City, five nil. Jack Grealish with his first City goal at home. Louis, what are your thoughts?
1: I thought it was, you know. Typical city back again, dominating performance, albeit over Norwich, but I was, you know, really impressed with the squad. Overall, we saw, you know, a squad with some chemistry again. It was good to see Amrik Port get that start alongside Ruben Diaz. I thought Amir played pretty well on that left side, uh, playing those passes to Zhao, Zhao pushing it up to Jack. Um, same thing on the right side with Kyle, and I think the star of the match was Gabriel Jesus on that right wing. Um I can't believe he bought a right winger like five years ago, and now he's just starting to play there.
0: Did you just, call Did you just call him Gabriel? just call him
1: Gabriel? Yeah.
2: Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus. Jesus.
1: <laughs> Gabriel Jesus.
2: <laughs> That's funny. It's Gabriel, but.
1: I thought he played really well. He had those two assists. Um, and honestly, not much to say. Just typical city, you know, get, getting in the gears together, r- making, you know, that weld old machine that we saw for the last six years on the pep. Um, again, I'll be versus Norwich, but after that loss against Spurs last week, I think it was a good game for them to get back on track. Yeah,
2: good. And
1: a good performance all along. What What was your favorite part of the team?
2: Part of the game, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Lewis. I mean, like, like you said, you, I couldn't have said it better myself. It's you know, I wasn't expecting anything less from City against a Norwich team, a weaker Norwich team. Um clearly dominated that game uh the scoreline was well reflected in the performance uh jesus man what a performance he had on that right side he played wonderfully and that's going to be something that pep is going to have a great time exploring and, and experimenting with throughout the season he has played there before a couple of times and he, he's he's done really well but this performance in particular was absolutely amazing again it's albeit big. norwich but
0: what did you think about uh Your boy, Jack, uh, playing on the left wing with Sterling.
2: (laughs) That's not – we're not going to get into that right now. But (laughs) you mentioned Jack Grealish. My my biggest takeaway from this match was the fact that he was able to get onto the score sheet, Um, especially in front of the Etihad crowd. I think that's going to do numbers on his confidence right now, and and it's just going to help him push forward and and keep the good performances coming in. Um, But, you know, City – no, expect nothing less against Norwich. So what can I say?
1: For me, I thought it was also good to see Cole Palmer get a run around there. He came in for a good one, got a good 20 minutes out there. He looked like um, just slotted right in and just played his game, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Very mature. Play. And I know Pep spoke a lot about getting a lot of more young guys into this rotation this season. So hopefully we'll see, you know, guys like Cole Palmer and Tommy Doyle and Liam Delap for a couple cup games here and there. And you know, Raheem also back on the score sheet. Um he Huge. linked up with J- Jesus and Riyad Mars again. He was also able to score.
2: Beautiful. And overall
1: overall good performance and hoping to keep it going. We we, we play the mighty Arsenal next uh next week. So
0: <laughs>
1: let's see what let's see <laughs> how many we put past them.
0: All right, moving on. Liverpool defeated Burnley 2 0. Adwin. What did you think of the performance and for Liverpool playing in front of uh, in Anfield, first time in a while with fans?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think the the Liverpool win was was expected two 0 It was uh, I guess you could say it was convince, a convincing convincing two 0 when um, Mane scoring a beautiful goal, Van Dijk being back in front of the Anfield crowd again. He looked solid. He looked like as if he had he hadn't been gone. Um, but he's recovering very well from that injury from last season. Uh one interesting point though, uh Santi, I'll ask you this. Liverpool, do you think they play better with Firmino? Fermino?
1: Jota Jota
0: Jota Jota Jota.
2: Why? Why is that?
0: Uh I think he creates better movement. At this point, um, I feel like that front tree got kind of stale. A lot of beef the Defenses just kind of knew how to play them, and I feel like with Jota, it just gives them uh, a, a flexibility of literally they can all switch positions at any single moment in the on, on the pitch. They could all play either on the, the uh, number nine role, the wing, the left winger, or the right winger. All of them can play any position, and I think he's all. I just think it's just it's his time. I think he's in better form. I think Firmino has not been able to recover that form that he had. I believe was it the was it the title winning year? No, I think no. When they won the year the before, champ, yeah, yeah the two they seasons won the ago, league. yeah, two seasons ago, yeah. That was probably. Oh, I, just... think, I think yeah, I think he peaked. I think I honestly think I wish they could experiment him as playing as a as a number ten. That'd be kind of interesting. I feel I feel oh. he, he's done it a bunch of times with Brazil, so, and I feel like. In a game where they need to score, put him in as number 10, game changer right there. And, and overall, Jota's got to start for me. No right. doubt. No debate.
1: I think um, Trent Alexander-Arnold can't go under the radar. He had a great game. Uh, created two big chances, got an assist. Um, he looked like he was up to par again, dominating that right side. Um, I think with him and Van Dyke and, and Jota, I think that could really – propel Liverpool to a title challenge but you know like i said you know today they had they had RV- Harvey Elliott start is Harvey Elliott it
0: in midfield i don't know i think they used re- sort is he the replacement for um for one
2: yeah yeah i mean i think the midfield is going to be a good uh an interesting way of how they line up they have some a decent rotational aspect when it comes to that midfield you know Milner's getting a little older so you know, we ask. You can ask the question as to how much he can put in in terms of of energy on the field. Uh, Henderson, kind of on the same bracket right there. But Keita, Fabinho, um, who else? Elliot, that and Tiago. Once you get Tiago Alcantara up in there, uh, fully fit and up to speed with the, how the Premier League goes, uh, I think I think the midfield is going to be a great great aspect for for Liverpool.
1: But yeah, two nothing win. They got the job done. Keeping pace with. The rest of the top of the Premier League. So, what about Tottenham Hotspur? First win under, no, second win under Nuno Espiritu Santo.
0: I think it's funny. That, um Against that they,
2: Wolves too, that, nonetheless.
0: That, yeah, I think it's funny when they would win one nothing, very dull, very kind of boring. <laughs> when they win with Mourinho, it'd be like, they would be complaining and now they're like, yes, we won, let's go. Nuno is the new man. I think it's hilarious. <laughs>
1: Yo, Nuno was just, ta- I mean, Josie was but, just taxing them, bro.
0: But uh, your boy Harry Kane made his first appearance. What do you guys think?
2: I think oh, yeah. I think it was good for the fans to see. You know, the the, the speculation about whether or not he's actually going to stay or leave. I think that's still up in the air, obviously. But yeah, I mean, he didn't really. He came on. He had a chance. He didn't. He didn't finish it. Uh, I I guess in terms of Harry Kane getting onto the field, I guess it was just good for the fans to see. But they're still. Big question marks regarding him.
1: I don't know. At at this point, I think he just stays. I don't don't, don't think he's going to go anywhere. You didn't think so? No, not at all. And
2: delhi has got on the score sheet. And I think think he's getting into some very good form. He's been performing very well.
1: Yeah, he scored a pen.
2: Still, though. He won the
1: pen, too. Good for his confidence, I guess. But (laughs) I think the most interesting part of this game is the the off-the-field stuff. Tottenham now... Linked to Adama Traore. With a couple of days left in the window, what do we think? Is that a good move for Spurs? Are they spending Harry Kane money already? Is Harry Kane actually
0: leaving? I know I know, they need another winger. But $40 million, is that a lot for him? For a player that barely... I mean, he impacts the game.
1: He's probably one of the most dangerous always- players in the Premier League. But he just can't fucking score. <laughs> yeah,
2: he cannot. he had a 1v1 one one. One against Lloris and he completely botched it.
0: Such a, such a dangerous player for someone that doesn't show it in the stats either. Like He just has, like, the dribble is completed, and that's about it. Uh,
1: big or chances created, off. stuff like that. He has 10, I mean, it like it? 10 shots without scoring already in two games. <laughs> nice. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. But, again, the pace, the power, you know, a little stereotypical, but his creativity is pretty good. It's just the finishing. are it's just a stronger Sterling, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's crazy.
2: Um, But, no, what about the other team in London? West Ham completely thumping. This Leicester. is your team, bro. This Leicester is your team. City, All you. 4-1.
1: Hey,
2: they're top of the league right now, man.
1: Hey, keep uh, Let us hear about it. Go. No,
2: nah, I mean, look, Leicester, they – although they had most of the ball this game, they did not look like the better team whatsoever. West Ham was really bringing it to them. They were pressing them beautifully. And obviously Leicester city winning that, the red card against Iosei Perez, that definitely helped West Ham's favor and, in, in securing the three points, 100%, but I don't know, man, what David Moyes has been doing with this team, Ben Rama, uh Santi, you mentioned him earlier. He's, He's looking fantastic. He's stepping up to the plate, and he's just completely bawling out there. Antonio, gotta give it to him, and he's now West Ham's top leading goal scorer in the Premier League.
0: And
2: that celebration was epic, yeah. Yeah, that celebration, man, brought out a cutout of himself and danced with it, held it up and danced with it, and then gave himself a kiss. But look, I, I mean, think yeah.
0: that's the
1: story of the match,
0: <laughs> honestly. <laughs> no, I think the story is Ben Rama's been killing us. They're number 10, so I don't think they're going to go for Lingard anymore. I think they just stick with Ben Rama at number 10.
2: Yeah, look, it's it's early days, and and yeah, we, we know that West Ham staying up at the top of the table isn't going to last, but it does do, never know. It does do for their confidence, 100%, and I think that they could make an excellent run to push for the Europa League again, 100%.
1: Hey, man, they just yeah. missed out on Champions League last year. Who knows?
2: Yep. So, hopefully, big right, right. things to come.
0: Yeah, that's enough EPL. Let's switch over to La Liga. Real tied Levante 3 3 in a very entertaining uh, game. Uh, Edwin is Vinicius. Is he going to keep this up? Is he going to be that lethal winger that they've been looking for since Ronaldo left? Uh,
2: I don't know. Those are big shoes to fill, but. Look, I can't take anything away from Vinicius. That game was absolutely nuts. I was watching it live and oh my God, Levante, they they start they came out in that second half and they absolutely brought it to Madrid. And it was, I don't know what it was, but in terms of who's gonna be the star man, like where Real Madrid is definitely gonna shine this season, it's hard to tell because you look you look at performances from Hazard and Bale. And yeah, uh, even even Benzema a little bit during this game. They just weren't really, they just weren't really giving it. Although Bale did get the the goal for for Madrid to to open the score, and it just it just seemed kind of kind of flat, you know. And then once once they uh, they brought out Isco, Bale, and, and Hazard, the team kind of started to push a little bit more. Um, but no, I mean, Vinicius, lovely two strikes, absolutely amazing. I don't know if he was if he meant to do that. That's uh, equalizing goal, but hey, you can't take it away from him.
1: I am buying Vinicius Junior stock right now. He it's going to take a leap this year. Maybe not a significant leap, but Santi, you mentioned to me this year, he he's working with a psychiatrist to help with, um, you know, the added pressures of playing at Real Madrid at such a young age. We saw the confidence there today. We saw it um, in the Champions League quarterfinals as well when he scored those two goals. Um, he made a a, a great one for his first goal. Ran right through the center back. That's all he needs to do. And as you said, he's getting straight into the box.
2: That ball, but his finishing meter, though.
1: Working on his finishing, puts the ball in. And the little flick on he did for the second goal to tie it three three. That that's world class stuff. And they paid a lot of money for this guy to do world class stuff. So I think, I think
0: it's gonna it's gonna be sad when he has to be on the bench when they bring back in, when they bring in Mbappé.
1: Uh, man, that's 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 a different topic for another. A little later on in this podcast, but, you know, I think he could share the wings. Vinicius, Mbappe, Benzema. But the one thing I am worried about Madrid are Nacho and Edder the solution at center back because it looked a little. Mm. I, I, think, little.
0: I, think, I think they're going to move Alaba to center back once Mendy comes back. Mm
1: hmm. Um, Is Mendy hurt? I'm uh, not really too aware.
0: I, I, just I, I think I feel a problem he has, but yeah, he's, I think he's injured. So uh, once that happens, I think they'll bring the, the Alaba center back. And I think they need to get a defender. I don't know if it's going to be this window, but eventually they're going to have to get a defender. I think they could survive with Militao and Nacho pl- platooning that once position. But now we're both playing at the same time.
1: Yeah, it was very iffy today. But, again, you know, they also had Modric and Cruz out as well. Yep. And then when you think about that, you really think they got to revamp this team low-key. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Next summer. You know, they, they just locked up Federico Valverde, but, you know, I don't know how much they really – I guess oh,
0: we'll
1: yeah. see how Ancelotti implements Isco and stuff,
2: but – Oh, my Isco looked fantastic. Shades of Shadows of his former self, but – God, man, he was missing some big, some game time under Zinedine, but he looked amazing out there. Valverde as well. Oh my, he played a, a wonderful match, also.
1: No, I think he's going to, Valverde is definitely going to be key for Madrid going forward, but it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the midfield shapes up after the season. Because I think they're going to spend big. They might spend big in a couple of weeks, but I think next window is going to be another big spender for them. They're La Liga rivals, Barcelona. They also ended up in another draw against Athletic Bilbao, and this was one of the games we, we were watching for. I think a lot of you guys said it was going to be a Bilbao win, oh my if God, I remember yeah. correctly.
2: That was a great game. That, for me, actually, no, never mind. But I was expecting a, a wonderful game, and that's that's exactly what happened.
0: Matthew um, Williams, if he learned how to finish, he would have won. <laughs> I was actually really upset. He usually kills it against them. Marceau play like, gosh, shit uh i don't know is my this 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 <laughs> might uh bring a smile to your face but eric garcia was awful um he got sent
1: off as well yeah one thing one thing i saw i saw the highlights of the game i saw eric garcia he was bad but his grandfather passed away the same day that's I'll, I'll give him that, is that pass that, that but is still true.
0: not i did a not know that but he passed right before the game i forgot about that for yeah you're right you're right
1: But I will say, that was a horrible performance at center back. This guy can never play for Barcelona ever again. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, my. No, but, yeah, it was a bad bad performance all around. Thank God they had Memphis to pie. Memphis to Pie is going to carry them. Maybe Memphis might – I mean, he's not going to be Messi, but he might be able to give some of that magic that Messi would give for a couple games. He almost Um, won the game. That's what I'm saying. He missed the second
1: chance. And Braithwaite had a had a cor- horrendous oh, miss. oh
0: my yeah opening
2: stages too like within the first like six minutes
1: it reminded me of someone at Lyon who I won't mention their name but that was a, a crazy miss that he he blundered right there and yeah. shout out to Frankie De he played a great game he had a uh, a great save but Bal were about to go up two one and I believe it was some miscommunication with Neto at the back and then he he came in. Sprinting from midfield to block the block a shot, so good
2: stuff for Ukrainian. Yeah, Sante, I think you're being a little harsh in terms of Barcelona's performance. I was watching the game and I thought, I don't, I don't think they necessarily played bad. I just think it was a very end-to-end game. You know, Bilbao, like like we've mentioned before, they always they always bring it to to Barca and they always test them. You know, so I think it was it was just more of a competitive match than it was Barca playing horribly or anything like that.
0: I guess I'm more comparing it to how well they played last week. It just, I just felt so flat to how they compared to how they played this week. But yeah, but Bilbao's a difficult Baal, side.
2: Yeah, I think Bilbao has, has much better quality than Real Sociedad. Although Real Sociedad last season they did impress a lot
1: of a lot of spectators out there. And It's crazy about Bilbao because they they only recruit from you know the Basque area and which brings me to my i have a little question for you guys right here let's see if you're up to the task did is you know that be, did you know that trivia did you know that Bilbao have only sold have only sold four players in the last 10 years
2: oh and you're going to ask us which players those guys are can you let
1: me get to it bro
2: diablo yeah, viejo
1: okay so who are the four players that Bilbao have sold I got let me, uh, get, La, let me get
2: the La, first La, one. Let me get the first one. Laporte. La Porte. La
0: Porte yeah, is one. That's one. In the last 10 years?
1: Yeah.
0: Is Raul Garcia one?
2: No. No, they bought Raul Garcia from Atle- Atleti. Um.
0: Oh, under her, her. Yes. Under her.
2: All right. Uh um, who's the other guy? Who's number 10? Uh, oh! Um, their striker. Right? He's, like, kind of old? Nope.
0: No, he no, retired. He, he, he always played for them. He always played for them. I, I do reese. Like, that's what you're yeah, talking yeah, about.
2: That's a, yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
1: He left in 2009, so, no, it wasn't within the last 10 years.
2: Um, Who? Who who are the other two? Oh. Uh,
1: One was fairly recent. Big name. Keppa. There Kappa, you. there you go. That's three. Ah, Kappa. And who is the last player?
0: He left uh, in twenty
1: third. Type... He left in twelve, twenty thirteen. I'll give you that much. Position. He's a defensive midfielder. Fairly well known name. Where would he go to? I can't. I can't say all that.
2: Well, oh, I mean, this is uh, this was nine years ago.
1: It would be fairly obvious if I said Javi Garcia, no.
2: Nah. No wait. It it is Javi. No no no. Yeah, it is Javi Garcia. Cause he went Not to Javi
1: Garcia.
2: I love Javi Garcia.
1: Not Javi Garcia. De Michaelis. Give up?
0: Do you guys give up? No. Rudy Garcia? I don't really
1: know. No. Who, Who is, is, it? Who, is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is, it? Who do, you is guys,
0: it? do you guys give up? Yeah, we give up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you tell
2: me the team you went to then? No. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what it's If doing. I tell
1: you the team, it's too, uh, it was Javi Martinez. He went to Bayern. Oh, oh. We had
0: the Javi, <laughs> right? <laughs> I
1: thought I had the Garcia, not the Javi part.
0: Yeah, yeah, so
1: they don't sell a lot. You pretty much have to pay the release clause or, you know, you're shit out of luck.
0: Everyone else for seven million, seventy million they got for Yeah, something like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone <laughs> else either leaves on a free or retires. That's crazy. So that is, I thought that was a very.
2: Yeah, no, step. that's
1: wild. Is that good business on their end, or? I mean, they're always competing for top four, top five.
0: <laughs> depends. Depends. They go. They go through stretches.
1: They go two stretches, but I think they you know... Yeah, I mean, they okay. still,
2: I feel like they could still, you know, fare against the big dogs. You could, they could get a result against them, so...
1: They oh, had wow. a bad season last year, and they usually just get to, like, Copa del Rey finals or something like that, or at least make it deep in there. But, you know, they're mid-table. Right, they yeah. Get, they get challenged for some European places, but for, for, for only being able to recruit in that region, I think it's some very good stuff. But anyways... Thanks for playing my short little trivia game. I hope you guys like it. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I, I like that. But let's see what the Italians are up to in their match week one. Ooh. Santi, you Duty were very stadium. excited about your boy coming back, and he made a big statement in Roma. Tell us about that Roma game.
0: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, They uh, uh, shout out Tammy Abraham. Wow. He played tremendous. He was linking up well. Uh, with S- Sagnolo, Mkhitaryan. Um now they look. They, it was a perfect start for them. Um, no, no complaints. Three-one. Mourinho's back, man. Judas is back. I'm, I'm feeling big season. I, I think he's gonna, he's gonna turn uh, Tammy's career around. Uh, Let's hope so. I would not be surprised that Chelsea buy him back within the next three years. <laughs> I'm not kidding.
1: When they're done I'm with Lukaku. Like, Yep. (laughs) Taryn got on the score sheet, too.
0: Yeah. uh, Tammy is this right there.
2: So, from what you saw with Roma, does that change your your predictions from from two episodes ago or no?
0: My my only thing is I don't know how long they're going to be able to last this. I don't know how much depth they really have. So, maybe they pick – I just say Tammy gets injured. Who's their backup striker? Borja, Mar Mayoral. He's gonna is he gonna do it for you? I don't know. That's that's my only thing. I don't think they have this, the the depth that like Atalanta, Inter, even you may have. So I still think fifth, fourth is more realistic. But I know Mourinho's gonna try to go for the title. It's wide open. Listen, it's wide, it's it's wide open as it's been in a long time. I think they should go for it. Don't get me wrong. Hundred yeah, percent. Right. But we shall see, man. We shall see. Speaking of. uh La vieja senor Juventus up 2 nothing <laughs> and the drawing to two. And thank you for thanks to BAR a disallowed goal in the, in the 92nd, 93rd minute.
1: 96th minute injected into my veins. Ronaldo scores the header, takes off his shirt, sure, celebrates, and then the big, <laughs> the big C comes through. And then VAR just crumbles it down, injected into my veins every weekend. I need to see that every week. That was mwah, magnifique.
0: Chesney terrible. Disaster class. Big <laughs> mistakes. He of
1: had goals. a he had a big blunder. He did.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Paulo Dybala, he played pretty well. Scored the goal very early on in the in the and he had another assist later in the game. Uh I think he was probably the man of the match, but then you know Udinese. They made their comeback, and you know taking points away Juventus early not a great start to the season, not a great start for Mad Max Allegri. Um, definitely a lot of a lot of question marks being left behind. Some Juventus fans that I know of, at least you know, didn't think it was offsides. They think Ronaldo should go because Ronaldo did start on the bench t- uh, yesterday and there was a lot of questions as to why he did that but we'll get into that a little more
0: later but you well, know, did you did
2: you think that was a di- do you think the goal was rightfully disallowed or, or what's your take on that so
0: offsides uh, man screw you the you, guys, you guys won so many games cuz of Raps before them. I'm going fucking <laughs> it was the wrong decision. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i i did
1: um you know we saw the premier league rules for offsides not the same everywhere he and by their definition, he was offsides. What can we say? Oh
2: man! Look, as much I'm all for not having a, a repeat of the past like ten years or seri- where Juventus just run away with the league, but seeing things like this, I don't know, man. VAR with this whole offsides crap is it's it's making my damn head hurt.
1: Look, man.
2: From, from a neutral point of view, from a neutral point of view.
1: I think, from a neutral point of view, you want Juventus to tie. <laughs> no,
2: You're I want to so lose. No, no, no. Mean? In in that situation, in that situation, in terms of that goal being ruled offside, from a neutral point of view, seeing the technical breakdown of why it's offside is so frustrating. Like, just give the striker the benefit of the doubt. Like, it was just his armpit or his shoulder that was like. Ah, uh, but whatever, whatever. It is what it is. Juventus dropping. I don't know if we want to say vital points yet since it's match week it one. It could be for, vital. It could be, yeah,
0: but it, it's like, vital. It's, oh, they were up to nothing.
2: It's the first game of the season. Um Although, so, one,
0: one quick point before we move on. Uh Paulo de Valas started captain. I think is going to get him back to top form and uh Juve fans should be excited. Argentina fans should be excited.
1: I would love to see it.
0: Yeah, and yes, then hopefully
1: they're hopefully their 100 million euro signing can start next game, you know, instead of taking the day off. Oh, Ronaldo.
2: Ronaldo.
1: Ronaldo. Um, and Santi your other team Inter.
2: Santi's favorite Italian side.
0: Yes, they th- they thrash Genoa.
1: Gen- Genoa for nothing.
0: For for nothing. Even Calhanoglu.
2: Oof, that
1: goal though by Calhanoglu.
0: Chad played great. Um, scored. And like he always does early deci- Oh, like he always does an early decision. We'll see if he disappears again at the end. Like he always did for <laughs> Milan. But uh no, yeah, it was a solid win. Listen, Janel's not that good. Um but it was um it was welcoming to see Inter do what they are supposed to do. That was the big thing with Conte, at least last year. There was between the first year and the second year. In the first year, a lot of the games that they were supposed to win, they would either draw or lose or just barely sneak in uh, a win there by a goal. And then last year, that changed, and I'm glad to see that that mentality is still there, especially with all the new players, there, uh, all the new signings. Good good to see Denzel Dumfries uh, play some minutes. It's not, I know it's not going to be too long until he's the starter. And, yeah, man, they're, they're going to be t- – t- t- challenge for the title, and exciting times.
2: You know what I saw that was that was shocking to me at the start of this weekend? Pedro is at Lazio now. Yes. I had no idea. He was at Roma, right? It's, what, does yes. Mourinho not fancy? Pe- Pedrito, what's, what's going on?
0: He was out of contract.
2: Ah, okay. All right. Well, Lazio also picking up three points, winning 3-1. But you yeah, know, I was completely dumbfounded by by the fact that Pedro's at Lazio. I feel like that didn't yeah. make sense to me. But uh, <laughs> whatever. Lazio. Lazio's been up in the fray in terms of top four teams in, in Serie A the past like, I don't know what, three seasons now? Four, maybe.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's go to uh the tragedy that happened in Tragedy. The, tragedy the, 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 it was the mayhem. The we'll say may- big, big incident. I
1: don't think it was a tragedy. Yeah, but you the say mal- tragedy is like someone
2: died.
0: The malice at the Arévoir, um,
2: <laughs> Nice and it?
0: Marseille. Uh, that's what they call it. That's the stadium name. The Arévoir. So I'm not oh. I'm sorry. People listening, please forget my French. I'm um, Spanish. So yeah, Nice and Marseille at. Um, Playing the derby this weekend, Nice was up one nothing. Pi went to go take a corner, and then the ultras from Nice threw a threw an object. I think it was a water bottle. I forget, but it struck Piate in the back of the head. Then Piate gets up, throws it back, throws another bottle, a uh, uh, water bottle back. Of course, all Alvaro uh, just punts the ball into them, and then mayhem just starts. It was crazy to see. Yeah fans
2: storm the damn pitch they break through the uh the ad barricades and knocked it down completely
1: that was honestly very shocking we need to get fans out again (laughs) <laughs> to bring COVID a, back to France a, that a, was crazy ooh,
2: a, a fan actually kicked Piatt as well I don't know if you guys saw that in the footage but I <laughs> got, got a good hit on Piatt
1: I saw a video one of the security guys they just run up and just knock out a fan he, <laughs> wasn't, even, he wasn't even paying attention just straight up left clocks left, him. Left, um, <laughs> clocks him. I did not uh, see the, that the worst part is so once
0: they got the whole situation situated and stuff and they were like – so they were like, all right, let's go. Let's re- resume the game. And these players were there, and, like, they were on the field, and Marseille they didn't want to come play. They were like, we don't feel safe. We're not doing this. Fuck that. And then they forfeited the game.
1: And they're probably going to appeal it because I know the thing in France is, you know, the, the, the refs, the police, and uh, the match officials, they say if it's safe, you can play. But I don't know. That was, that was a crazy – Ordeal for to have the Marseille players come back in. They're they're probably going to try to appeal that, or maybe try to get it rescheduled or something to, to finish the game off. I don't know. Yeah, Santa,
2: you uh you said before we went on air that for Marseille it's going to count as as a forfeit and that they they automatically lose lost. the match. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm looking. I'm reading here, and I don't think that that's what the the case is. I think I think it's still labeled as suspended, and Marseille are going to go into, they're summoned for a hearing after the clash. Oh,
0: oh, okay. So then, but yes, French media was saying that by the rules of Lyon, it was it's a forfeit. Then I'm assuming the hearing is for the appeal or like. just Right, yeah.
2: But it's not just Marseille. Nice and both teams are summoned for a hearing. Um, I guess to figure out, I'm assuming to figure out what's going to happen with the match. Like, is it going to maybe play a whole reset or maybe start from the minute that the that the game had to be drawn to a pause with the same score line um so yeah who knows
0: how long do you think they're, they're, the fans are out at least like how, how long how many how many more games do you think how many games do you think uh, they'll play in an empty stadium I think
1: I think it's gonna be a while or at least they're gonna least, find the find the team or something they can't have those people back at least maybe that section of the stadium is shut down at least 10.
2: Yeah, and this this is a statement from Nice. They said, any so-called supporters found guilty of involvement in these incidents deserve the harshest of penalties.
0: It is. probably Ultras too.
1: Got to get them out of there. Anything else from League One? I saw PSG one. No, Whoa, is it four nothing, two? Nothing four two.
0: New.
2: Messi still no appearance yet. For- it's
0: coming nah. next week. Move on, move on from League One to Bundesliga. Uh, Edwin,
2: your your boys from Dortmund lost to Freeburg. What happened? Oh my god, dude! Oh, just I don't even know what to say. A classic Dortmund, should do I say? But how on earth do they expect to challenge for the title?
1: They don't expect to. That's why
2: they should though, and it's just it was a terrible performance all around. Uh, I can take nothing away from the free kick. That was scored by by Grifo. Oh my! What a strike that was! But Dortmund, they just they did not seem like they had it. Although obviously they dominated the game with seventy-seven percent possession and having more shots, but they just couldn't. I don't know. Just they just lacked a spark. I think Jude Be- Bellingham, in my opinion, was probably the, the best player on the field for them, and he actually met, he created this amazing chance very early on in the game. To tie it up, I think, or maybe to go one one nil up, and that would have been the goal of his career so far. But yeah, no Dortmund just falling short, not be, not able to 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 get over the line and, and push for three points there.
1: Did Holland score? Nah, didn't score. Bundesliga attacks on man can't score it against was,
2: Freiburg. It was it was an own goal that was forced by oh uh, well I don't know what the proper term for it was but Jude Bellingham was was supposed to be on the receiving end of it. Um, just missed it, and then the defender behind him that was marking him uh, notched it in.
1: Mm-hmm. That starts season for Dortmund. Honestly.
2: Yeah. You got to
1: pick up points against Fiberty if you're trying to make it far in this thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, their counterparts though, Dortmund. Santi, you say they almost messed everything up in this game against Cologne. What happened here?
1: Dortmund's counterparts, Bayern... Yeah, messed up. You said their counterparts, Dortmund.
2: Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> bloopers, bloopers. bloopers did, not, yeah.
0: did not take that out.
2: Yeah, no, I'm keeping that in there, baby. Don't worry about
0: that. I uh, know. Yeah, the Bonnie was booed at halftime. There was, there was, it was tied zero zero. Booed at halftime. Yeah, they, they just, they, they was, they was just not playing that well. Sonny was booed the worst. Kind of, uh, kind of shocking to see. Um, and case? yo, they. <laughs> They, they 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 got up quickly to nothing within 15 minutes of uh, the second half starting, <laughs> and they got the what's it called? Then they got the, um, Cole tied it up real quick and like within the next three minutes. And yeah, but I mean they won, but damn, it was it was close. They, I could they could have drawn that game.
2: What do bad. you th- what do you think it was for uh, for Bayern? I don't know why I keep doing that. What do you think it was for Bayern? Was it just a, a blip in concentration? Like like what was it?
0: I don't know if it's the tactics. I don't know if it's if they're playing how Nagelsmann wasn't to play. I don't know. It's just something there. It's a little off. Especially for the beginning of the season, it's kind of like what the heck. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I think things Byron, are
1: but... maybe things are a little stale now over there. Right. I, guess,
0: I guess Dortmund, they didn't play that well either. I mean, yes, they won, but they didn't play that well. And then they drew the first game. It's not been a convincing start for Bayern.
2: Ah, well, early days still. Um, if history has taught us anything, is that they're gonna run away with this damn.
1: Game.
0: Yeah, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's so but hey, what are we? What are we
1: talking about?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, they got the three points at least, and that's what that's what they were looking for, right? So, all right, fellas, moving on though. We got one more week of the transfer market. Big things can happen. What do you guys see happening? What's what are the the latest transfer rumors out there going on? Santi, you want to take that?
0: Uh, well, yeah. I start off like I mentioned before. Now with Ben Rama playing as number ten, um, a couple outlets were suggesting that before even like today's game, uh, that they were dropping their interest on Lingard, and vice versa. Now that Chelsea have been selling players. And clearly, are trying to get the funds to get Jules Kunde because all the, the personal terms are agreed. Uh, they're just trying to find the fee, agree on the fee with Sevilla. I think they're going to try to offload Sumo. and then I think he's going to go to West Ham. Uh, it's supposed to be for around 30 million. So I think mean, that should develop within the, within this last week. You said you said um, you were reading reports about Ronaldo, uh, Edwin.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I was reading reports that he apparently asked Allegri to be used as a substitute as he's trying to find solutions for a way out of, of the of the old lady Juventus. Um, I also read reports that the there's his release clause is like like somewhere around like what like twenty seven million um or maybe 17 million i don't know i know that well, the
0: sec- it's, it's 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 not a release clause it's the rest of his contract so what they would have to do is just pay the rest of his contract
2: right yeah yeah which and it isn't even that much you know in in, in this market today but um i read reports that there weren't really any offers coming in and there was there were, the only offers that were coming in were from english clubs and ronaldo in the report that i read had said that he's only interested in english clubs that are in the champions league right now yeah, where do you where do you think he'd, he would return to United in in the making, Santi? I
0: hope I don't think it's gonna do it, but I really hope he did. Just any anywhere but City? I'd be really upset if he has to stay.
1: Welcome to Manchester <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him for like fifty million. I swear.
0: Oh man! All right, all right, Lou. What did your boy uh, uh el chiringuito talk about Mbappe today? What what's the latest developments there?
1: Well, the big thing is PSG are now willing to listen to bids for Mbappe. He, he's he been holding out on this contract situation for long enough. I think they're willing to listen to some offers. And the biggest thing is I think an English club has already showed interest in it. The, you know, so really only a couple of clubs that can afford Mbappe. Think I've back. heard, but I have heard Liverpool. I've heard Man United.
2: Liverpool.
1: So... I'm hoping City's putting in a bid for him if they're really a serious club, but I think <laughs> yeah. ultimately, ultimately, we all think he's going to end up at Madrid, except for Edwin.
2: Look, you know what? Yeah, the, the, thank you for bringing this up because this didn't make it on to our first episode because of all the ridicule that I was getting from both of you guys. But I am a stan of Liverpool signing Kylian Mbappe, and I think, I think, hear me out, I think. That he's a better fit there than he is at Real Madrid right now.
1: A stand of Liverpool signing Mbappe, whatever that
2: means. What do you mean, whatever that means? You're standing that move? That's what I just said.
0: I you're, basically, you're like it. the equal of an Arsenal fan when they were saying before the season they're going to win the league. What? Who? Que? Delusional, exactly.
1: He's going to Madrid he idolizes the club and Florentino is ready to open up the pockets tick-tock
2: tick-tock bro tick-tock florentino is the devil and he should not have he should not have And the have devil a works
1: hard but florentino works harder
0: the devil always wins bro
2: he needs to keep his claws out of kylian bring that man to club make the league it'll make the league just way better with mbappe there. i mean the premier league obviously it's fine cleaners. where it
1: is now, man. Perfectly good where it is now.
2: And by the way, Liverpool must stand right here right now. All right, guys, that wraps it up for us here. Next episode, we got the UEFA Champions League draw going on. So you guys do not want to miss that episode at all. We're going to break down what the groups are, how we think that each team is going to do. And yeah.
1: And I'm going to preview the weekend and I'm going to tell you why City are going to go all the way to the Champions
0: League final. Again. I'm gonna tell you why Chelsea gonna win the trouble this year. Woo! Big I'm United guy. Big United guy. Back to back.
1: Big United guy over there.
2: Yeah, for real. What the hell?
0: All right. <laughs> well, thank thank you guys for listening. Please like us. Please subscribe. Um and yeah. Smash i Smash that I was- like
2: button, baby. This was the false nine podcast.